welcome to the struggling hunters you got me eric and mr joe over there on the other side uh i guess we'll kick it off like we always do and thank you guys for giving us a listen uh just ask to uh comment subscribe give a like you know do the whole thing help us grow uh that you know that usually helps it does <laughs> by the interactions uh to the everybody that does come comment already you know thank you guys for uh staying engaged with us we love it uh keep up the work appreciate it uh with that said joe uh well i mean let's just move right along i guess and Sounds go good. into uh go into uh the fred bears 10 commandments i think we're on number five you want to go ahead and take it from there yeah i'll, I'll give that a read so Number five says, take only the gear to the field that allows you to hunt longer, harder, and smarter. Hmm. So, uh, well, did you uh, do any of that this weekend? Uh, well, it's not this weekend, but I did did uh, tonight, this, this evening. <laughs> oh, this evening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I think, uh, well, I didn't hunt longer because... I only had a couple hours, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I tried to hunt smarter and by that, I mean, so Utah, we've been getting some snow on the mountain on the foothills or the mountains, I guess the last couple of weeks. And we got, we had some, some snow get left on the mountains today. So I, I tried to use that to my advantage and, um, uh, went up so they so supposedly everyone tells me that uh the turkeys um stay at the snow line like you know, wherever the snow line is coming down off the mountain so i tried using that to my benefit tried to hunt smarter and uh i took off and parked the truck then i took you know left the road and got kind of where the snow line was or or was just a little bit more than a skiff but just over just more just more than a skiff, but not quite a skiff of snow, you know? And, uh, if that makes sense to anybody, sorry if it doesn't, but, uh, um, so I got into it, got, then got hiked up this little, little trail and it opened up into this, uh, opening. And so I thought I would, uh, just walk along the outside of the opening to see if I can cut some tracks because of snow and, uh, you know, you can't cover up snow and tracks. It's pretty hard to do. There's can't cover up snow and tracks. Can't cover tracks in snow. Sorry about go. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I started walking the outskirts of the, uh, of this opening and I cut, and it was kind of funny cause I cut, I cut some, some Turkey tracks. So I was, I was pretty excited and uh, I cut one track, but it was going in the direction. It was heading the direction I just came from. And so um, I cut off in the opening just a little bit too soon. If I would have went just a little further in the opening, I would have walked right into these tracks. But anyways, I at least came across some, across some tracks and uh, uh, started following them. Had to spend a little bit of time just deciphering which way they went because it got in. I don't know if it was just one or if there's a couple of them, but like it, it, it'd go into a little like area in some scrub oak and then it would kind of do a little walk and walk out and then walk around in a couple circles and 
finally I was able to navigate which way they went and <laughs> they walked into some scrub oak, but it was too, too thick for me to like, kind of walk through me. I was, I'm too big of a guy, <laughs> but, uh, but as I looked into the scrub oak and they weren't that far in, I could see just this head kind of take off walking. And, and uh, so I had to like navigate my way through the scrub oak to get to where it was. And there happened to be tracks where that, um, where I, where I saw the movement and they were turkey tracks. So I started trying to, I started following them, but at, like, again, I'm, you know, I'm right on the, the, uh, snow line and, uh, <clears throat> the tracks went into like into mud. And then after that, they kind of disappeared, disappeared, but they're on a hillside. So I kind of feel like they maybe flew down. You know, like, cause I mean, I, who knows, like I tried to walk up and down from where I lost them trying to discover more tracks, but, um, I couldn't cut any more tracks. So I just kind of chalked it up to the, it was not necessarily my lack of the ability of tracking. And, um, it was more that the Turkey maybe jumped up and glided down the hill because like it was right on the edge of a steep steep hill so it would have been nothing for the turkey just to like jump up and then coast yeah so that's what i tell myself so anyways i turned around and hiked back up and cut some more tracks and couldn't come across anymore but it gave me another another spot to hunt turkeys so um did i hunt longer no did I feel like I hunted pretty hard. I feel like I hunt hunted harder. <laughs> uh meaning, you know, like I tried not to I really don't know how to hunt turkeys this time of year, but I figured if I, you know, if I could cover more area, it might help. So I was I spent, you know, quite a bit of time waiting in areas and hiking to another spot and waiting in that area. And then I did cut I was went through the trail, I went through some scrub oak. There was a handful of more tracks in there but I couldn't come across any more turkeys and, but it did give me another area to hunt turkeys. So, you know, a new area to hunt. So that, that was, but, so I feel like I did hunt smarter by using the, the snow for my benefit. Yeah. hundred percent that using the snow is pretty, pretty helpful. I mean, we've had a, maybe not, uh, you know, getting the animal down, but we've had a little bit of success by, by doing that in the past with with elk too so right so i think that's a pretty good idea good pretty smart idea <laughs> yeah and like you know like i said it gave me another area to put in my book to to go back to at some point but yeah so anyways you know that's the end of my turkey hunt for not i shouldn't say not the season just today's hunt <laughs> <laughs> yeah just for today yeah, <laughs> I guess that. Yeah, I guess uh, when when we talked earlier, I I thought you were saying this weekend you went out, but I I didn't realize it was tonight that you went out. Yeah, just tonight. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's cool, man. Getting getting uh, close to getting another another turkey, probably. Yep. Hopefully. Getting to know the, getting to know those mountains too you know that's that's pretty important yeah i tell you though i feel like those 
those turkeys are dang sly. They can, <laughs> I feel like, you know, they can just like bebop through the, through the scrub oak and all that just so easily and without really making much of a noise. So they're kind of harder to hunt that way because, you know, they can be just so quiet and stealthy. Yeah. They're not really gobbling this time of year. Right. And it's not I mean, like a big elk going through the scrub oak, you know? So <laughs> anyways, yeah, it's hard to locate. And I guess for that reason, I'm kind of glad that I am and kind of glad, or I wish I was turkey hunting, but I'm kind of glad that I'm not. Cause probably just get frustrated, <laughs> you know, without them like giving me gobbles or anything. Right. Well, that, I will say that that's one thing, man, that drives me nuts about hunting no matter what, what animal I'm hunting, but just like, so what drives me nuts is you sit down, you get quiet, and then you start picking apart every noise you hear. And, and so there was, so like we had some fresh snow and, uh, and so there's snow in the trees and it was melting. And so like, there'd always be like something dropping in the woods, you know, like, so, so like the whole, every time I sat down and get quiet, I'm like, Oh, there's, there's something, but you know, I'm like, no, that, that, that that's not moving through the woods. That's not snow falling, but nothing ever appeared, you know? Yeah. And then like, I'd get quiet again and I'd hear that. I'm like, was that a Turkey like purring or something, you know, or chirping, and you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. I get all excited and sit there and just, you know, get real still again and just barely move and looking around. <laughs> and then it's and nothing ever appears, you know. So it's it's just one of those things that that you know, like you can't take a gamble on, you know, like oh, you know, that's not that wasn't a turkey because I don't know how many times like and have been in other situations where I'm like, oh, I you know, like slough it off and don't think anything of it. And then lo and behold, there comes a, an elk or a deer, you know, like, but here I am thinking it was nothing to worry about. And I'm not even in the position to, to shake up, to make a play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's happened so many times. Or whenever you like give up and you kind of <laughs> give up on your hunt a little, like, you know, if you're, I've had it where I'm hunting with a buddy or something. We can't get to a spot maybe where we're getting closer to the truck or whatever the case may be. And right. So you start talking and walking and, you know, like, yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden, like some big deer, you know, big uh, buck or, or big elk, like just pops out right in front of you. And you're like, Oh, I'm not even ready. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that happen so many times. I'm like stuck around the woods for the last however long you know all day long or whatever stuck around the woods tried to be quiet didn't get nothing and then you know whenever i'm like ah nothing's out there he jumps something you know it's crazy yeah yeah but like i said you know like sitting down getting quiet and trying to pick apart all the all the noises and and then you don't want to be like yeah like you you know (laughs) You don't want to give up, but then it's like, oh no, I did hear something. Then it's like, well, I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's most frustrating thing. Well, and you know, speaking of that, you think you hear something and get all excited, and you spend all this time in this one area because you're hearing all this stuff. Then it turns out to be nothing. 
you know, you kind of waste a little bit of time, but how do you know if you don't know, I guess? Right. Oh, but I will say, I should say though, I did see turkeys though. I did see on the other side of the, of the ridge from me, not to cut you off what you're saying, but I at least want to put it out there. The other side of the ridge, the other side of the valley, there was some turkeys. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's always fun too. Yeah, but I just couldn't get there soon enough before spend, dark. <laughs> spend all that energy being on the one side of the ridge and then they're on the other side of the ridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the struggling hunter's way right there. <laughs> always on the back foot. Right. <laughs> well i mean uh yeah well at least you're getting getting some action or activity going and seeing them um with that said uh do you want to get back to the fred bears thing and we'll kind of yeah go down some rabbit holes there and maybe call this one yeah sounds good so i guess to break that down, I mean, how, how how do you feel about that? Like uh, taking only the gear to the field that allows you to hunt longer, harder, smarter. Uh, do you feel like do you feel like sometimes you might take more gear than you need, just the right amount of gear, not enough gear? Hmm. Uh. I feel like I take the right amount of gear, at least, you know, that I know of. You know, I feel like, you know, I, I can handle the situation I'm in. But, you know, I have, there's some other things I need to add to my pack and some things I need to take away to, from my pack. Um, but I feel like I can hit, hit the longer, harder. And I don't know about smarter. Just, <laughs> I just simply because I had feel like I, there's some. I'm, I may not be the the, uh, the smartest one out there just yet. I, I wonder what that means though. So I mean, like you can look at them all as I'm sitting there looking them over, trying to you know like hunt longer. Okay, that's uh, you, you got to have something in your pack, right? That's uh, they're gonna keep you out in the woods all day. I I guess. So, so let's just say. You know, being that w- the way we hunt is we go back to camp every day. So we got to have um, something in our pack. Our pack's got to be built to be able to, to last 24, 24 hours, uh, whatever, however long, however long the sun's up for. Um, so, you know, like you stay out there longer, hunt harder. I guess what's what's hunt harder mean to you? I feel like that one, like, you know, you. I, I'll, I'll let you answer. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Eric the question and then I'm going to answer for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> this is my two cents. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I could participate. <laughs> uh, I, the way I interpret that, I guess, cause I, I get it. Like it is a little bit tricky, but uh, I'll break it down. The way I interpret everything is, um, so you don't want to bring too much gear because uh, you'll just get tired faster and you won't be able to hunt as long. You also don't want to bring too much gear because, or if you have a lighter pack or lighter or less gear, 
you can hunt harder because you can go up and down the ridges or wherever you need to go to hunt harder. But you also want to hunt smarter. The way I interpret that a little bit is um, uh, bringing the right amount of gear, but also like, you know, um, maybe you drop. Well, you know, maybe you want to bring your spotting scope, but you leave your, well, that wouldn't make sense. Um, your spotting scope, a tripod, but you leave something else behind that you really don't need for the situation you're in. Uh, or the fact like hunting smarter, like uh, with us using Onyx and, you know, learn, figuring out where we are, how we want to attack the ridges and stuff. I would say that would be in the category of hunting smarter uh, and having the right gear for that. Um, I guess it's kind of interpreted in a way where you could even have a heavier pack as long as it helps keep you out there longer. Right. Cause you know, as long as, as long as you're out there, you're, you're going to have some kind of chance of success. But the minute that, you know, you don't bring rain gear, which was kind of my lesson this year. Um, you don't bring rain gear. You're kind of like, ah, should I just call it and go back to the back to camp and, and, uh, you know, stay warm for the day or should I stay out here? Uh, you know that. So just because I guess like when you see that you, you think like, oh, you need to have a lighter pack, but sometimes maybe, I mean, maybe a little bit heavier pack will keep you out there longer, but then sometimes depending on what you're hunting, you know, you probably don't need everything when you're turkey hunting. You don't need everything that you use for elk hunting. So right. You could unpack your pack a little bit. Do you ever use your spotting scope for turkey hunting? Um, let's see. No, I do not. Do you still pack it? No. See, you're hunting smarter already. <laughs> I actually, this evening, hunt. I just had a little fanny pack. It's not a bad idea. You know, I just, I just, a fanny pack. I keep, you know, I got a, I got a bottle of water. If it's just an evening hunt, I typically just take a fanny pack for turkey hunting. But if I'm going to be gone all day, um, I'm throwing in a, I'm throwing on a backpack. That's going to have, and that's going to be just more food, food. And then. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just I can carry enough food to be out all day. A little more water, maybe. And some yeah, and some more water. It's it's more it's it becomes more of a sustainable pack for the day, not so much. I mean, you know, like turkeys, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not carrying game bags or a hundred feet of rope or um anything, you know, like extra broadhead or not that I really carry extra broadheads. I wonder if that's even something I gotta worry about. If I brought extra broadheads, and nah, man, I'm going down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know if you would. I mean, my experience archery hunting isn't very big, but the way I see it is, uh, you probably only. So I think I personally think like you probably only really need like three arrows, and you're probably only going to get one shot off with an arrow. 
the only other time that you'd use the other two is like to if you injured the animal but you needed to shoot it again right then you'd use you know a second arrow but yeah i mean i i really don't even think you almost you almost don't even need like more than three arrows as long as you hit what you're shooting at i'm sure there's a scenario out there like i'm not trying to you know i i mean i want to clarify here like i'm sure there's a scenario where somebody will say you know ah you gotta have five you know or ten or whatever I, i don't know but and and they're probably right but most of the scenarios that i can play through my head i'm like I'm only going to, I mean, you're lucky enough to knock one arrow and shoot it at an elk. The chances of knocking two arrows are maybe slim. I mean, now if you're, if you fling an arrow and you're short or it goes one way or another, and for whatever reason, your elk or deer doesn't, doesn't run off and you get that second shot shot. I mean, I could see that, but, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how many. So bringing extra broadheads, I just I don't know if that would be like worth it is what I'm right. What no, I'm getting, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, um, I have a, a co-worker that I always we, we drive up and down the road a lot. And 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 uh, most of the time, most of the time when we see people that that wreck their vehicles you know on the freeway a lot of the time it's on the straight stretches and we'd always like go back and forth about that you know like how does people wreck on the straight stretch and you know i just don't get it and uh and i and one day i perked up and i was like you know i'll probably never understand why they wreck on straight stretches until one day i'm wrecking and on a straight stretch and in mid rollover, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is how they wreck on straight stretches. <laughs> so I say that because, you know, uh, uh, maybe there is a scenario where you need to carry extra broadheads or something. And I'm, I just don't see it now, you know? And so I could get myself in that situation where I'm like, Oh yeah, this is why you'd carry extra broadheads. Right. I guess, you know, my, the only thing that kind of, kind of comes to mind is if you're, if you shoot mechanical broadheads and, uh, sometimes the mechanical broadheads fail so you know like if it doesn't open up then you might need to switch it out that would be my only i guess reason why i'd carry an extra broadhead but well i feel like at that rate though you'd kind of notice that before you went out hunting right right but unless you're out there and who knows what you know unless you're doing backcountry then i could see you bring extra broadheads for sure yeah, there's probably scenarios. It just I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's scenarios to bring extra broadheads. Right. Well, but yeah, I know some guys that you know do like a handmade uh, bow press, and which I'll probably get there eventually once I get a little more experience under my belt. Right. Yeah. Cause <laughs> was yeah you call you can like you said you can start taking we kind of joked about before uh <laughs> before the podcast started you know like oh I, I just take a, a whole horse with me with everything I want on it and that way I, you know I, 
I can hunt longer because my horse is packing everything I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't ride the horse because it has all my equipment, but right. my horse is with me. Yeah. If I, if I do shoot an elk, I still got to pack it out on my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still got to take the elk. Exactly. <laughs> Which speaking of though, that'd be fun to do horseback hunt one of these days. True. Maybe we'll get, there. get back there and back in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to to uh, experience that and do like a backcountry hunt like that. Yeah, I think it would be too. I'd be it'd be a definite experience. Almost like that. It feels like that's like almost in a way like the dream hunt of a of a hunter is a horseback someplace. Yeah. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like the epitome of a hunter's dream. Besides killing a good bull, but also doing a horseback yep. hunt trip. Yeah, so I don't know. So my takeaway on on number five, though, there's a lot of interpretation there. No, for with, sure. Uh, bringing the gear to hunt longer, harder, it, and smarter. It's almost like the smarter, the smarter side of it, end of it, too. I mean, I kind of use the smarter as like, you know, being a, a smarter hunter as far as like what knowing how to hunt what you're hunting but then you know like hunt smarter like that goes to understand how you're going to hunt longer how you know like being smart enough to understand how you're going to hunt harder you know like so it's kind of a but then they all kind of play into each other but i feel like those three little rules are good rules to to understand or try to understand to be a better hunter right and and i mean so you know, from, from here on out, I should probably try to leave my espresso machine back at camp. Right. Instead of carrying it out in the woods, but yeah. Um, I didn't know I, how to tell you that. I'm glad you came to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You didn't want to, you didn't want to break the news to me. Yeah. Well, you know, you know me, I like to have an espresso <laughs> drink in the middle of my hunt. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think it does, It. you know, your, your bag i mean me and you carry different stuff in our bags you know i mean i, I watch what you put in yours you know and, and i'm like oh interesting you know and i mean so, there's some things that i've i've uh i've mimicked and you know say ah oh, joe carries that i'll carry it too you know and and then there's there's stuff that i'm like oh, i don't really see why i need to carry it or you know um but it does make you kind of think about your your bag though is what i'm getting at is it just kind of makes you think about what you really need and what you really don't need right to uh bring out there i don't know sometimes whenever the weather you know that uh i mean i kind of brought it up not too long ago but when when i was starting to get rained on i i had a i had a coat that my uh my key access coat that's kind of a hybrid that that repels rain but uh I was wanting either one of two things, which I had, I had them, but I, or, uh, my, uh, I just lost what they are. The, you let me borrow them. Gators. Gators. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I had gators in my, in my truck or the, your gators, I had them in my truck and I didn't have them with me. And I was like, ah, I really wish I had at least gators right now. Cause you know, walking through the uh, grass and 
brush after it slowed down raining. I kind of really wish I had at least gators help keep my pants dry. But, um, but when it was raining, I was like, right now would be a good time to have some rain gear and keep, <laughs> keep a little bit dry. Right. And, uh, and I mean, I kind of kept dry with that, with that coat, but, um, yeah, some actual rain gear is pretty beneficial. And it was something that I overlooked because I'm like, oh, how bad could it get? But sometimes it, get, it rain, when a rainstorm goes through the mid, excuse me, middle of the woods, it gets pretty bad. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I, I think I was trying to just say like sometimes it's beneficial to bring stuff that you actually think you might need and right and. Uh, so yeah, you might want a heavier bag, you know, you might carry a little bit more than you think you might need, but whenever it started raining on me, I, I thought that it was actually, I didn't have the weather report cause I didn't have service, but I thought that the, the way the clouds looked, I'm like, Oh, I think it might clear up a little bit. And then it just, they just come dumping down on me and I'm like, well, I guess I was, <laughs> or maybe I'm closer to a weatherman than I think. Cause you know, I'm wrong half the time but right uh, <laughs> but i was like yeah i kind of kind of failed on that one and and uh yeah so got a, like i said i mean i stayed dry enough but i definitely got a little wetter than i wanted to uh not that it was a big deal i mean once once it did start drying up a little bit i you know my my hunting gear i dried up pretty fast and everything but but it it could have been a little little less miserable i guess the rainstorm I'm trying to make it sound like this rainstorm was the eye of the storm or something, but it, it was, it came down pretty hard for a while for like a good hour or two or hour and a half or something like that. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was just, just coming down pretty steady, but it wasn't pouring, pouring. Gotcha. But man, yeah. that, that's kind of, that's another thing too. It's kind of an eerie feeling whenever the thunder and lightning's, going on around you and you're in the middle of the woods and you're like, I've seen trees explode from lightning and I'm sitting under a tree trying to stay a little bit dry. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm in a lose, lose situation here. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually felt like the uh, static or the electric field really before the lightning stroke, stroke, striked, <laughs> struck, struck before it came before it, came out of the heavens <laughs> really yeah that was a weird feeling oh man i yeah yeah i was i was like i was telling myself i'm like man if if, if lightning hits this tree i just hope it kills me because <laughs> <laughs> or else it's gonna hurt really really bad and i'm gonna probably right. die anyway so i'll just be extra crispy for the bear right <laughs> oh but yeah, so I think, uh, do you have anything else? No, that's, I think that's about it. All I have. Yeah. And I think that's all I have too. So I'll go ahead and, um, uh, get us at, get, get, get this closed up, I guess. And just kind of close up the thoughts. Um, I was trying to think of a, of how to, you know, kind of put a closing thought on the, harder hunt hard longer harder and smarter but uh you know that's that's kind of kind of what you're trying to do and and uh 
you know, in taking your time and, and trying to understand that and how it's going to affect you before you get out in the woods, you know, give yourself a good game plan in those three areas is will probably help you be, will help you be a better hunter. So, uh, you know, give yourself some time to think on that before, before you're out in the woods and trying to understand how to hunt harder, hunt harder, longer and smarter. But, uh, but anyways, um, I'll just go ahead and say, thanks for listening guys. <laughs> uh, appreciate you listening to me and Eric here and, uh, discussing, you know, those things that we see in the, in the field and, um, how we go after whatever it is we're trying to hunt. And, you know, as we're trying to tune in tune, tune in our, uh, our hunting capabilities and to hunt longer, harder, and smarter. Um, hey, speaking of real quick, before we get out, uh, one, one quick question. Do you have any, uh, plans of hunting anytime soon in the next week or two or until we do the podcast again? I'm going to try to go out tomorrow night. Um, the general, uh, any weapon deer hunt starts this weekend here in Utah. So I, and I don't want to, I want to try to get that, get out one more time before the guys are running all over the woods and I don't want to be out there Saturday with a bunch of rifle hunters out there too. So, yeah. So tomorrow I'm going to go out and then probably take another week and a half or so off and then go back out after that. Yeah. Your, your Turkey hunts pretty long, huh? February. Oh yeah. Wow. Really? And then, and then like, uh, what is it? Uh, April, the yeah. spring. So it's like a few, just a few months and then. Right. Huh. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I really like you guys as uh Turkey hunt the way, or Utah's Turkey hunt, the way it works. Cause the way the way that I interpreted ours was, it was like, it was kind of during, during the, the fall season was during, during the archery hunt. It's been a while since I looked at it. So I might be a little off on, on, on that, but it was pretty close to the archery hunt or kind of went alongside of it. I'm like, man, that sucks. You know? <laughs> right. Well, what really yeah. sucks though, is I actually, I wish I would have actually gotten a Turkey tag. Cause there was one day I was going up to elk hunt and I saw a bunch of turkeys, <laughs> you know, I could have at least got a Turkey. <laughs> right. Always right. on the back foot, man. That's, that's true. That's, a, that's the new saying I think is struggling <laughs> hunters always on the back foot. <laughs> oh, but yeah, we're always on the back foot. So we appreciate you guys listening and uh, tuning into us when you do and Give us a like, tell a friend, and uh, we'll be ready ready to give you guys another story next week. So thanks again for listening, and until, until we tell you another story, have a good one. Take care. Yep. Good luck, Joe, on this week's hunt. That's what I was going to say, and see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>